On today's episode, we're diving into the importance of consistent and quality blogging and how it can help you build trust with your audience and position yourself as the expert in your field. From the mistakes to avoid, to the benefits of blogging, and even some tips and resources to help you create high quality content, this is an episode you don't want to miss. So grab a notebook and a pen and get ready to level up your photography business with the power of blogging. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Hey y'all, I'm Tavia and I help photographers learn how to specialize and get fully booked with ideal clients so they can go full-time. Students learn this through the Beauty and Birth Photography Certification and through Marketing School for Photographers. I know when I say blogging, it's just like a collective groan that goes across all of you guys. I totally understand. But I'm hoping that this episode is going to inspire you and get you excited about blogging and everything that it can do for your business. Because while right now it might kind of feel like something that is sucking up a lot of time and not getting you a lot of results, it's my hope that when you see these five ways to use your website and your blog to book high paying clients, you're going to be like, oh, actually... Blogging really can make sense for my business and it doesn't have to be this long, drawn out, difficult process that I procrastinate and try to make perfect and avoid. So let's get into it because we've got some really good stuff to cover today. So the first way to use your website to book more high paying clients is with SEO, search engine optimization. Consistent blogging helps your search engine optimization. And I want to show you how to do this as well as some mistakes that you might be making when it comes to ranking on page one for Google. See, as photographers, we all want to be found by potential clients who are looking for our specific specialty. So for a lot of us, that's birth and baby photography. And one of the best ways to do that is through organic search traffic. Imagine if every time that someone searched for, say, a newborn photographer in your city, your name and your website popped up as one of the top results or the very first top result on Google. That's the power of SEO with consistent blogging. But unfortunately, a lot of photographers make the mistake of if they do go ahead and blog, they keyword stuff, their client sessions, and they hope that Google is going to like it. What is keyword stuffing? Keyword stuffing is where you're like, okay, I want to rank for newborn photographer, Oklahoma city. And you just like randomly put that phrase in your content where it doesn't make sense. Some people even like put it on their blog post in white lettering. So you can't see it, but it's there. Google is smart. When you're stuffing keywords, they know what you're doing at this point. This is not 2007. Like Google is really smart. It knows what is good content and what is not good content. And so a lot of photographers are still kind of going with this old school um, Google and SEO mindset where they're like, I'm just going to blog client sessions, stuff some keywords in there and call it good. Or they write 
sorry, kind of boring, generic posts that share their client session, but no one except their client's mom wants to read that, right? You've all, you know what I'm talking about. Like I've done it. I'm sure you've done it where it's just like, oh, lovely session. Here we are at sunset, gorgeous mama, Oklahoma newborn photographer, end of blog post. And it's like, okay, nobody's really reading that, right? And what ends up happening is photographers stop blogging altogether because it's not getting them anywhere. And it's taking a lot of time and a lot of effort. And as a result, their Google rankings get a lot lower and they're a lot harder to find via organic search when someone is actively looking for your specialty of photography in your area. Like you want to be on that page ready for them and you can. One tip to help you with your SEO that worked really well for me in the beginning is to focus on using less searched keywords. And you're like, okay, Tavia, why would I want to pop up for something that is not searched very often? I want you to think about it like hashtags. If someone searched birth photographer, what's going to pop up? I mean, I don't know how many posts there are with that hashtag, but I'm willing to bet it's in the millions. What if they searched Oklahoma birth photographer? It's a little more specific. It's a little easier to get seen. Oklahoma City birth photographer, a little more specific, a little easier to get seen. Or even a specific hospital like Mercy Hospital, Oklahoma City birth photographer. That's a long hashtag, but you know what I'm saying? Like the more specific we are, the less people are searching for that, but the more likely you are to pop up in those hashtag results, right? It's the same way with less searched keywords. These are sometimes called long tail keywords and they're less competitive. So less people are searching for them, but if somebody does search for that thing, you're way more likely to pop up on search engines for that thing. So instead of just using the keyword newborn photography, you can use lifestyle newborn photography, or you can use studio newborn photography. So if you want to increase your organic search traffic and reach potential clients, make sure to consistently blog. That makes Google happy. And when Google is happy, they're likely to rank your website higher and pay attention to your keywords. Organic search is such a powerful and passive way, honestly, to get clients to book with you. If you need help creating the actual blog content that Google and your audience likes, check out my new membership for photographers called The Content Club, where I'm going to give you pre-written blog posts every single month to save you tons of time. That's at thebeautyandbirth.com slash content dash club. Okay, the second way to use your website to book high paying clients is to take that one blog post or that core piece of content and turn it into other smaller pieces of content that drive traffic back to that blog post. This one makes me really excited. So y'all, if your mind is wandering, if I just talked about like technical SEO stuff and you're like, whoa, I'm zoning out, come back to this one, okay? As photographers, we all want to be seen and heard by our potential clients. And one of the best ways to do that is, of course, posting on social media and or creating content for an email newsletter. But the mistake that a lot of us make is that we focus on the instant gratification of social media likes and comments instead of investing time in something that's going to continue to work for us long after we post it. I mean, think of the lifespan 
of a social media post. What is it? 24 hours, right? Maybe two days, but your blog post lives on and on and on forever and actually potentially could get more popular the longer that it sits there. This is kind of a side note, but I mention it anytime that I possibly can. It's important to remember that, of course, social media is a great way to connect with potential clients, but we don't own those platforms. We don't control the algorithms or the rules. Remember when um, Instagram was down an entire day last year? It might have been two days. I sure remember that. Everybody was losing it, right? And But what if it went away longer than that? What if your Instagram was gone? Your account got shut down. You lost all your followers. The good news is we own our website and we own the content on our website. So I just wanted to throw that out there because anytime we're talking about social media and websites, um, I love social media, but it's so important to always drive traffic back to a source that you own, which is either your website or your email list. So back to like the subject of this particular point, which is taking that blog post and breaking it down into smaller pieces of content. When you start blogging as your base piece of content, and it's something interesting that your ideal client finds interesting, and you make social media posts and email newsletters from it, what's great is you don't have to start from scratch every time that you need to write a post for Instagram, which starting from scratch takes so much longer. And honestly, most photographers are going to give up on posting or rarely post as a result because it's feeling so difficult. It's like the difference. Okay. This is kind of a, I don't know if this example works, but hang with me. Okay. Imagine this. It's like the difference between buying eggs at the store and buying chickens. I have eggs and chickens on my mind because right now eggs, like a dozen eggs are so expensive and we eat so many eggs. I never realized how many eggs we eat. Uh, My family probably goes through a dozen eggs a day. And so I've got chicken and eggs on the brain, but it's like the difference between buying eggs at the store and buying chickens. Blogging is like buying a chicken. Okay. Hang with me. It's a little more work up front, but before you know it, you have eggs or smaller pieces of content without a whole lot of effort on your part. So how can we take a blog post or a piece of content that we've already written and break it down into social media posts? There are so many ways to do this. And that's what makes me so excited is that anytime for me personally, if I'm like, what should I post on social media? I have a bank of content in my blog that I can refer back to and very quickly come up with content ideas because I bought the chicken right? Because I have the source. So of course you can take sections of that blog post, small sections, and turn them into informational social media captions. You can take the content of the blog post and share a thought or opinion and make that into a social media caption. You could share a different perspective or ask for someone else's ideas on a particular piece of that blog post. They can also become topics for Facebook or Instagram live. We all know that live video is such a great way to build connection with your community and your audience. So what if you went live with your blog content every week or every month and just delivered it as as you've already written it? Email newsletters. Constantly people are like, what do I put in my email newsletter? Like, what should I send out? And you can absolutely include some or all of this piece of content as your email newsletter even a podcast. So I know some of you know this, but I used to have a podcast specifically for Oklahoma City moms that I did every single week. What if you took the blog content that you're creating 
and you turned that into a podcast because not everybody likes reading a blog necessarily. What if they'd prefer to listen like you are right now, right? So fun. So interesting. So by creating this core content through blogging and then repurposing it for other platforms, you're going to save time and save effort while reaching more potential clients. The third way to use your website to book more high paying clients is by using it to make vendor connections. This one is exciting. This one makes me really excited because it's something that a lot of photographers are not doing. You and I both know that vendors play a crucial role in us getting clients and referrals. So what do I mean by vendors? For baby photographers, these are like midwives, doulas, doctors, prenatal massage therapists, like anybody that serves pregnant women, basically, if you're a baby photographer. This is what I mean when I say vendors. But sometimes these vendors can feel out of reach to create a partnership with or to have a relationship with to get those referrals. They might be, for example, really well known. Maybe there's a birth center in your city that you're like, I really want to make a connection with them, but they're so popular. They're so busy. How do I even get my foot in with them? Right? Or maybe the vendor that you have in mind already has a partnership with another photographer and you just don't know what to say or what to do to get that relationship started. By asking these vendors to be on your blog is so like such a great way to get your foot in the door with them. So you can ask to highlight them and interview them for your blog. And you get that instant connection and you get that instant like foot in the door with them. By featuring them on your blog, you're showing them that you value their work and that you're interested in working with them. And these relationships are so important. And usually it's getting the relationship started that's the hardest. And if you don't fix this, honestly, you could miss out on incredible opportunities and partnerships. And your blog can play a really big role in this. So I want to give you an example of how I did this with my friend Dawn, who is a local midwife. Um, this was years ago. I reached out to her and she had just moved to a new like location office. And I reached out to her and I was like, Hey, can I come take photos of your new space and give you some headshots and interview you and ask you some questions to post on my blog? And she was a little hesitant at first, simply because I think she was just kind of shy and was like, Oh yeah, I guess so. You know? So I went there, took photos of her in her space, took photos of her space, gave them to her for her to use, and was able to ask her some questions and write out a blog post all about her. That was a great way to build that friendship and build that connection. Who would say no to that? That would be a really tough thing to for the vendor to say no to. Free photos and free publicity, <laughs> right? But if you don't have a blog, it's going to be a lot harder to do this. And guess who shared that blog post? She most definitely did, I think, multiple times. And now her potential clients and her existing clients and past clients are now on my website reading about her, right? Ugh, it's so, so good. So, of course, that resulted in a great working relationship and friendship where she referred me all kinds of clients for the next five, six, seven, eight years. I can't remember what year I did that. But 
if you need help with this, if you're like, okay, I like this idea, but like, what do I ask? What do I do? How do I write it? How do I turn it into social media um, captions? Come check out Content Club for photographers because we're going to give you pre-written blog posts every month with prompts and questions for you to customize the posts to fit your brand and your voice. So blogging is a great way to connect with vendors and create these valuable partnerships for your photography business. The fourth way to use your website and blog to book more high paying clients is by using it to make your content consistent and quality so that you build trust with your audience and position yourself as the expert. Look, Trust is critical in this industry and consistent quality blogging is one of the best ways to establish that trust. But many photographers make the mistake, and I've been there myself, of showing up inconsistently and honestly producing mediocre content. And when somebody does click over to their blog, they probably won't click over again if they're not interested and they're not intrigued and they're not engaged by the content that they're reading. If it happens over and over, if they keep clicking to your blog and seeing it and not being impressed, that's going to break that trust with that photographer. And that trust is something that's hard to regain. And I know I keep talking about content club, but literally like, that's why I made this is because I saw my students struggling to do like all the things. And I thought, what if I just do it for them? So the content is created specifically for baby and birth photographers. And it really takes the guesswork out of what to post and what to say. Here's the thing. I actually love creating content. I think I'm kind of a weirdo, but it still can be a struggle for me sometimes to think about new things to talk about or how to present the topics in a way that's interesting and engaging. So I totally get the struggle. But many years ago in my photography business, and even today, I realized how important it is for me to show up. For example, on this podcast every single Monday morning because my audience expects me here and I want to keep that trust. You can absolutely be that for your audience too. So when you're consistently, regularly blogging, you'll build that trust that you're someone that people can rely on. And by sharing knowledge and information and your skills and your opinion and what's going on in your community and just quality content that people want to read, you're, whether you realize it or not, positioning yourself as an expert in your field and somebody that can be trusted and relied on. So just to recap, The four effective ways to use your website to book more high paying clients. Number one, blog specifically for SEO to rank on page one of Google. Number two, take your big blog post piece of content and break it up into smaller pieces to post on social media and drive that traffic back to your website that you own. Number three, use your blog to connect with vendors and do those vendor highlight posts. And number four, consistently blog quality posts that connect to your ideal client to make you the no-brainer option in their mind to hire as their photographer. You've made it to the end of another episode. I hope that you have some really solid takeaways from this 
episode that you can implement to start effectively using your website to book more high paying clients. Because these are things that I have done that worked wonders in my business to help me reach organic um, people that were searching for my website, as well as build that trust in the community whenever people saw me continuously showing up and building that trust so that they knew that they could rely on me as their photographer. So Thank you again for being here. And remember, my friend, if you have a passion, it's not an accident. Not everyone loves the thing that you love. So whatever your passion is, it's there for a reason. I hope that you will get out there this week and make it happen. Have a great week.